four of rock's greatest composers came from just two bands. On Kinks and Beats Daily, we take a look at the songs and albums that exemplify the highlights of John Lennon, Paul McCartney, Ray Davies, and George Harrison. Hello, hello, hello. We made it to day two, so I've committed uh, longer than some people probably thought I would to this daily format. Today, as you can probably tell by the title, we are doing um, a more obscure song by The Kinks. Like I said, we're going to alternate every day between The Kinks and The Beatles. And today we're covering one of my all-time favorite Kinks songs that nobody outside of diehard Kinks fans even knows. Sweet Lady Genevieve. Uh, The song was released originally on September 21st, 1973 as a single backed with Sitting in My Hotel from the previous album in 1972. Now, I'm going to talk about Sitting in My Hotel on its own podcast because that is another one of my favorite Kinks songs. And I'm just going to go out on a limb here and say that this single, Sweet Lady Genevieve, backed by Sitting in My Hotel, is possibly one of the greatest singles of the 1970s. And it did nothing. It wasn't released in America at all, which I think is ridiculous. Uh, And it didn't chart at all in England. I'll never understand it. I wasn't there at the time. I don't know the context really of why such a great band struggled uh, on the charts. But I'm glad that now, uh, retrospectively, they're getting some of the credit they deserve because I can't, I'm telling you, go listen to both songs. Sweet Lady Genevieve and Sitting in My Hotel is an incredible single. Either one of those songs could have been hits, maybe not number ones. Genevieve, I think, could have been a number one hit if they would have marketed it. But uh, Sitting in My Hotel is maybe a little too slow for radio. But that is a phenomenal, phenomenal A and B side. Uh, the song was released on the album Preservation Act 1 a mo- two months later on November 16th, 1973. That uh, album peaked at number 177 in America. And uh, I don't think it did anything in England. It was the third track on that album. Uh, the, the album Preservation Act 1, widely hated among critics at the time. On a previous iteration of this podcast, before we did it daily, I did it with a co-host, and we talked about preservation. I actually think there's enough quality material on that album that it's worth having in your collection. Sweet Lady Genevieve aside, I think it's worth it just for that one song. But there's some good tracks on that album, and I think uh, out of context of the times and what else was going on in 1973, if you look at it as its own piece, there's some good material on it. But like, I digress. I can do a, 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 a daily podcast on that album down the line. But it did nothing, and we are here today with Sweet Lady Genevieve, a forgotten kinks song. Uh, one reviewer, let me pull up his name so I can cite this correctly. Um, 
Jason Josephs of Pitchfork said, Sweet Lady Genevieve is one of the Kinks' greatest songs, uh, singles, a simple porchy folk rock number you'll be humming for days. And uh, it has also been called the great Ray Davies' lost classic. And it is. And I could really stop the podcast there. But I think even for a daily podcast, four and a half minutes is a little short. So what I want to do, Ray Davies has, continues to have, a unique ability to do certain things with his songwriting. One of them is to put melancholic lyrics over a bouncy, happy melody. This song is so full of joy. And in a way, the lyrics are too. But the first verse... I'm going to read to you just just as a piece of poetry. Once under a scarlet sky, I told you never ending lies, but they were the words of a drunken vagabond who knew very well he would break your heart before long. Oh, forgive me, Genevieve. Those, that is a beautiful stanza. As a songwriter, I could write songs for a hundred years. I'm never going to write four lines of music as gorgeous as those. And that's going to be a refrain you're going to hear me say a lot. Um, Ray has written a number of songs I wish I could write. So these songs, or these lyrics, sound like they should fit more in like a Tom Waits song. You know, kind of at the back of the bar, sitting at the piano, in a minor key, sadly, you know, uh, singing them. But it's the bounciest tune on the album it is just cooking and i admire ray's ability to do that another thing he does is make songs that sound fast and slow at the same time and this isn't one of those this is this is an up-tempo tune um but another song that is on the schedule for this week does exactly that and we'll talk about that at the time so like I said, uh, in Here Comes the Sun, I will post in the in the uh, Hero Habit group for the Kinks this song for you to listen to alongside with this podcast so that you don't miss it. But I beg you to listen to it. And pay close attention to the rhythm section. We've come to expect Dave Davies has got great guitar work. The dude was an amazing guitar player. He had some very creative stuff. Uh, a lot of times it's understated in the mix, but he's doing very complicated or busy guitar parts to support the song overall. And this is one of them. It's kind of buried in the left channel if you're listening on headphones, um, but he's doing some really clever guitar work. But, and this is again, something you're going to hear me say a lot. Listen to the drums. Mick Avery is arguably the most underrated drummer of his era. And I get it. You know, when you are competing against Ringo and Ginger Baker and uh, uh, the dude from the Stones, Watts. Uh, uh, I get it. There were a lot of good drummers at the time. But Mick Avery is, uh, he's got all the excitement of like a Keith Moon, all the frenetic energy, but he has the technical ability, I think, of a Ginger Baker. The, the guy uh, clearly understood the drums and can work his way around the drum kit effortlessly. And some of the stuff he does, there's not so many timing changes in this song. 
as there were in like Here Comes the Sun from yesterday's podcast. But there are a lot of accents and hits that he plays like a jazz drummer would hit, would play, where most rock drummers would just keep the beat and maybe do a cymbal crash. Like if the phrase ended on the and of four, there used to be like boom, cha, boom, cha, crash, right? But he will do a fill over the entire vocal line. And so like in the chorus, you hear him you hear him echoing and supporting and pushing that line so that the fill ends with the peak of the, um, the melody. And that's kind of a jazz thing to do. And he does it. It's fantastic on this song. And then John Dalton's bass as always is really driving this, this song forward. How this wasn't released in America. I don't know. I didn't do any research. Um, as to why it wasn't released in America. Maybe there's no research to be had. I don't know that that was really documented. It came out in Britain two months before the album. So the argument can't be made that the album was a flop, so they figured, why bother releasing a single? It was a pre-album single. I don't understand how this would... This would have fit in perfectly in 1973 AM radio. It's a crime. It's, I think, maybe the uh, one of the top missed opportunities for the Kinks to really make a dent in the charts. And we're going to talk a lot about that on this on this episode on this podcast about their inability to really make a dent in the charts, despite having hits uh, in the '60s, '70s, and the '80s. They really. Um, didn't have the mega hits that they maybe deserved. And I think Sweet Lady Genevieve definitely could have been a top 20 hit and um, should still be a staple on classic rock radio stations. But, you know, I'm looking at it out of context. I wasn't even alive in 1973. And, um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, the Kinks had just had a hit with Lola not that long before. It's not like they were uh, immune to radio hits. So I encourage you, go listen to this song. Um, I have a friend who his firstborn child was going to be named Genevieve. Had the child been a girl, unfortunately it was not. I mean, I guess it was fortunate in a way, but we didn't get a Genevieve into the world for it. Go to HeroHabit.com. Go to the groups. Listen to this song in the Kinks group. Also, don't forget to vote in our um, Greatest Kinks Song Bracket polls. Uh, round one is still open for voting as of the release of this podcast. So go do those. And listen to Sweet Lady Genevieve. And when I and I don't mean to be preachy, but when I say listen, put on some headphones, crank it full blast, and, and close your eyes. Don't be distracted. It's like three minutes of pop perfection. And uh, it's, it's worth uh, the active listenership. All right, so this was episode two. If you liked it, uh, swing by iTunes. Leave me a five-star rating and a review so that we can make more of these. I will see you tomorrow with a Beatles song that's kind of a deep cut off of a a very deep album. And I think you're going to like it. All right, go listen to Sweet Lady Genevieve. I will see you tomorrow.
This podcast is presented by the Hero Habit Podcast Network. Swing by HeroHabit.com today to comment on this episode and poke around our growing database of sports and pop culture news, reviews, and collectibles. HeroHabit.com. Collect your heroes.